Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to this gathering of Crossroads Church of Dubai. I'm Alvin Litonwa, and I serve as the pastor of Crossroads. And if you are here for the first time, welcome. We're excited to see you and hopefully meet you. After Nang service, we proceed to the mall called Ibn Batuta. We're really looking forward to get to know you. And for those who are regular uh, attendees and members, again, it's good to see you once again. Um, para sa mga Kristiyano, ang Pasko ay isang pagdiriwang na dapat uh, na tayo ay tunay magalak. Hindi po dahil sa mga regalo na ating matatanggap o ipapadala o ibibigay. Hindi po dahil sa mga balikbayan boxes na hinahanda natin para ibigay sa mga mahal natin sa buhay sa Pilipinas. Hindi rin po mga masasayang alaala na dumadapo sa ating isipan pag dumarating itong kapanahunan na ito. There is great joy to the world for the Savior has arrived. God who took form of man, His name is Jesus Christ, who lived and died for His people. Dito sa Crossroads, we celebrate that truth every week, especially next Friday, December 18th. This good news of great joy will be reverberated throughout the singing of our Christmas carols. So next Friday, we will be joining together once again to sing Christmas songs, and we call that event the Christmas Carol. So for you to have more uh, details on how to register and where the, re- where, the, where the location is, please uh, go to page 3 of your e-bulletin or email jamesberliante at crossroadsdubai.org. Uh, starting next week, magbe-break po muna ang ating mga community groups. And if you desire to meet uh, muli, uh, we encourage you to do that. Pero wala ko yung mga materials na darating sa inyo like we usually receive every week. And also, reminder who sa mga members natin who are planning to have yung Christmas event, we encourage you to do it in open spaces like parks or beach or somewhere na medyo malawak so we can exercise uh, social distancing at uh, practice yung mga precautions po natin. Again, ang ating Crossroads Youth Online will also be on a break and will resume next year, January of 2020. And also, on the 25th of January next year, we will be having our first members meeting. More details to come as the Thursdays progresses. To know more about uh, what's going on in the life of our church, again, go to your e-bulletin and page 3. In, five, in 451 A.D., meron pong creed that was adopted uh, sa Fourth Ecumenical Council of Chalcedon, which is known as today as Turkey. Itong creed na ito ay isinulat para paglabanan ang kumakalat na maling katuroan patungkol ho kay Kristo. Eutychus ang pangalan niya at ito yung pinagkakalat po niya na si Christ daw ay may isang nature lamang, an admixture of both human and divine. In this creed, nababasahin po natin, specifically, it maintained the two natures of Christ, namely His deity and His humanity. And the name of that creed is the Chalcedonian Creed, circa 451 A.D. So we read creeds once in a while here at Crossroads as we echo uh, the, the forefathers or early church uh, fathers on what they believe. We are united sa kanilang paniniwala. So I'd like to invite everyone to please stand as we all read in unison 
the Chalcedonian Creed circa 451 AD. Therefore, following the Holy Fathers, we all with one accord teach men to acknowledge one and the same Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at once complete in Godhead and complete in manhood, truly God and truly man, consisting also of a reasonable soul and body, of one substance with the Father as regards his Godhead, and at the same time of one substance with us regards his manhood, like us in all respects, apart from sin, as regards his Godhead begotten of the Father before the ages, but yet as regards his manhood begotten, for us men for our salvation, of Mary the Virgin, the God-bearer, one and the same Christ, Son, Lord, only begotten, recognized in two natures, without confusion, without change, without division, without separation, the distinction of natures being in no way annulled by the union, but rather the characteristics of each nature being preserved and coming together to form one person and substance, not as parted or separated into two persons, but one and the same Son, and only begotten God, the Word, Lord Jesus Christ, even as the prophets from earliest times spoke of him, and our Lord Jesus Christ himself taught us, and the creed of the fathers has handed down to us. Please be seated. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 to 3, the Old Testament reads, If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, Let us go after gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of the prophet or the dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you. Let us come to the Lord in prayer tonight. Father, thank you for opening our ears and our eyes to hear and see the devastating truths about our sins and the joyous, overwhelming news that you did not treat us as our sins deserve. Thank you for the cross of Christ. Father, we confess na kami ay guilty sa sin of not listening to your word. We admit na nahuhuli po namin ang aming mga sarili na kadalas ay mas pinakikinggan namin ang mga mensahe at mga payo ng mga tao na mas naaangkop sa aming pandinig o kagustuhan instead of faithfully listening to your word kahit na ito'y mahirap o masakit. We also confess that We most of the time listen to our wants, our dreams, our desires, and pursue them rather than listening to your word and pursue your will. Patawarin niyo po kami, Lord. It is only through Christ, the living word, that we are able to come to you with confidence to receive mercy and help in time of need. We pray that crossroads would grow as people of the word. We pray that your word would serve as a lamp to Jindal Abilar's feet and a light to her path as she makes crucial decisions in her life. 
May your promise to never leave or forsake Miles and Louis Alquisola would provide comfort and encouragement during these challenging times. May you grant healing kay Louis. May Ute Bagsik be reminded that the world and its desires are passing away, but your word remains forever. May she find joy and satisfaction in Christ alone. May Tatay Lito and Nanay Zeni would not just be listeners of your word, but doers of it. Sa kabila ng mga pagsubok na kanilang hinaharap, may you restore Tatay Lito's health. We pray that Grace Reformed Baptist Church would adorn the gospel of Christ sa mga residents in Dera. We pray that Pastor Ray Rodejo would continue to faithfully shepherd your people at Grace despite its challenges and decrease in numbers. Will you add to their numbers, Father, the many who would come to you in repentance and faith? We pray that the Emirate of Ajman would grow in prosperity, stability, and the residents would continue to live peaceably under the leadership of His Highness Sheikh Humaid bin Rashid al-Nawami III. May you call to yourself in a saving way the Libyan people in Libya. We pray for gospel boldness and integrity to believers in this people group. We pray that scripture and other teaching resources will become available to this people. Finally, Lord, we pray that you would give us joy. Joy now as we give financially to help facilitate the gospel ministry both here in Dubai among us and further abroad. Sa pangalan ng Panginoong Jesus. Amen. As the ushers are preparing to take our offering, uh, ang mga malilikom po na kaloob ay uh, isang tugon or isang way of thanking God for being good to us. Gayun din, giving sacrificially, generously, and joyfully uh, is a way for us to fight the idolatry of materialism and, and, and money in our hearts. Sa ating pagkakaloob, inilalagay po natin ang ating tiwala sa Diyos na siyang pinagmumulan ng ating provision at pam- dito sa pamilya natin at sa pamilya dito sa crossroads. If you're visiting us for the first time, you are not obligated to give. This is directly to our members who we have covenanted together. But as the Lord gives, uh, speaks to your heart, we will not stop you from giving as you want to be a blessing to this church. Uh, as the our ushers are taking our offering, we will be singing a song. Let us all stand. I cast my mind to Calvary, where Jesus bled and died for me. I see His wounds, His hands, His feet, my Savior on that cursed tree.
as Richard Agawanon will read the sermon passage for tonight. Buksan po natin ang ating Biblia sa unang Juan Kabanata 4, Talata 1 hanggang 6. Mababasa po, babasahin ko po ito sa magandang balita Biblia. Matatagpuan ang passage na ito sa page 9 sa e-bulletins or you can follow along the screen. Mga minamahal, huwag ninyong paniwalaan ang bawat nagsasabi na sa kanila ang Espiritu. Sa halip, subukin ninyo sila upang malaman kung talagang mula sa Diyos ang espiritong nasa kanila sapagkat maraming nanghuwad na mga propeta sa mundong ito ito ang palatandaan na ang espiritu ng Diyos nga ang nasa kanila kung ipinapahayag nila na si Hesukristo ay dumating bilang tao kung hindi gayon ang kanilang ipinapahayag tungkol kay Isus hindi mula sa Diyos ang espiritong nasa kanila ang espiritu ng kaaway ni Kristo ang nasa kanila Narinig na ninyong ito'y darating at ngayon ngay nasa sanlibutan na. Mga anak, kayo ngay nasa Diyos at napagtagumpayan ninyo ang mga huwad na propita. Sapagkat ang espiritong nasa inyo ay mas makapangyarihan kaysa espiritong nasa mga makasanlibutan. Sila'y makasanlibutan kaya't mula rin sa sanlibutan ang itinuturo nila. At nakikinig sa kanila ang mga makasanlibutan. Ngunit tayo'y sa Diyos. Ang sinumang kumikilala sa Diyos ay nakikinig sa atin. Ngunit hindi nakikinig sa atin ang sinumang hindi sa Diyos. Sa ganito nga natin nakikilala ang Espiritu ng Katotohanan at ang Espiritu ng Kasinungalingan. Mga kaibigan, ito ang salita ng Diyos. Magandang gabi po muli sa inyo lahat. Open your Bibles in 1 John chapter 5, 4. And we're going to look into, dive into verses 1 to 6. 
Tayo po ay nagpapatuloy sa ating sermon series ng 1 John that you may know. And this will be the last for now, for this year, and we will we'll jump right back next year sa January sa ating series to pave way for our uh, Christmas series for this month. In our, in our series, John gives a series of tests or marks or signs for his readers to know if they are really true Christians. Kung sila po ay tunay na anak ng Diyos, tunay nga ba sila na may buhay na walang hanggan? Although all throughout his letter, he gives his readers three types of tests that you will be hearing and, and reading and studying uh, as we look at this uh, letter throughout the passage. There is what you call the theological test, which asks the question, do you have faith in the Son of God? There is also what you call the moral test. Are you obedient to the commands of God? And third, there is the social test. Do you have love for God's people or the church? Last week, we saw that the love of God's people, the church, is a mark that authenticates that one is it truly a child of God. Yung pag-ibig na yon sa bawat isa sa iglesia ng Panginoon. We've also seen that the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit authenticates uh, the Christian's faith. Yeah, we see that in chapter 3, verse 23. And in verse 24 of chapter 3, we know that the Spirit lives in us when we obey His commands, and that is to love one another. Ang passage po natin ngayong gabi, John warns and instructs his readers how to discern the difference between true teachers of God's word and false prophets. So that'll be our lesson tonight. If we do not know God's word, it is very difficult to know the difference between truth and error being taught about God's word. We are, we're living in a world right now there, that so many people would claim they are teachers of God's word and would claim that they are true. Um, probably, siguro, but there is a series of tests, thankfully, that John has given us in order for us to know. And that's why John is so concerned to call us in this passage to develop spiritual discernment. We must have spiritual discernment. And the main point of our passage, our message tonight is this. True followers of Jesus must be prepared to doctrinally and spiritually discern truth and error. True followers of Jesus must be prepared to doctrinally and spiritually discern truth from error and error. We have two points for tonight and I have three subpoints for point number two. Number one. Consider the admonition of the apostle. You will see that in verse 1. Number 2, check the authenticity of the teacher. We see that in verses 2 up to verse 6, which we ask three questions under that uh, point. What are the teaching about what are they what are they teaching about Christ? Are they relying on the spirit of God? And third, who are listening to them? Let's jump right in sa ating unang point. Number 1, Consider the admonition of the Apostle. Consider the warning, the caution uh, of the Apostle John. Ang style na madalas gamitin po ni John dito sa liham na ito ay ang paggamit ng negative statements 
in order for him magbigay ng positive instructions. At yan po yung katulad na mabasa natin dito sa verse 1. Gaya pong makita natin, may tinatawag na two-fold commands itong verse na ito. Uh, let's read verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, so negative, but test the spirits to see whether they're from God, positive. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, what do you mean? What does John mean pag sinabi niyang spirit? Spirits here does not mean a ghostly figure or entity that manifests itself to the believers in time na yon. No. These are spiritual utterances or influences. Yes, these are demonic spirits uh, that influence false teachers or false prophets in order to deceive John's readers. So that is the purpose of these spirits. And so he warns them, he warns his readers as a concerned friend. Yung po ginagawa ni John dito, he speaks to him that to them as a concerned friend. Now, yung term na ginagamit niya dito is beloved. Yun po ibig sabihin na Beloved here means friend. Because there are members in John's congregation who are gullible or people who are easily impressed and quick to believe whatever they hear from any preacher. Just because someone who claims to teach about God doesn't mean they are genuine teachers of God's Word. John warns his friends to test the teacher or prophet. He wants them to be discerning. As John warns his friends, I'd like to warn you as a friend. I'd like to warn us. Friends, do not easily be impressed or quick to believe someone who claims to be a teacher of God's Word just because he or she is eloquent in their speech or has impressive oratory skills or someone who has a strong charisma or has a huge following or even apparently manifests some sort of a spiritual gift or power. So we should be slow to believe. Do not be quick to believe them dahil lang sa 3-minute sermon clip na napanood natin sa Facebook na humimok ng ating damdamin. O kaya naman na nag-claim na, na, na nagkatotoo ang aking prophecy. O kaya naman dahil sa aking paniniwala o dahil sa aking mga ginagawa, naging masagana ang aking buhay kaya kailangan mo rin gawin. Or closer to our circles. Hindi porke nag-recommend ng libro o ng video or nag-post ng quotation ng mga hinahangaan nating theologians or pastors, eh, hindi na natin carefully i-examinin ito. We should. Nag-follow lang sila, nag-follow ka din. Nag-like lang sila, nilike mo din. Nag-share sila ng post, siner mo rin. Nag-recommend sila, ikaw rin nag-recommend. Yun ang pinangahawakan nilang view. Aba, syempre, ako rin kasi si... Doctor, Pastor, Reverend, ano yan? We should be careful. Hindi po may pangalan po sila. Friends, let me once again echo the Apostle John's caution. Do not be quick to believe anyone who claims to be a teacher of God. And if I may add, do not be too suspicious or restrained to all teachers of God's Word. So these are like a pendulum, the two extremes where it swings I will not I will receive everything and I will receive nothing. So be careful to those two extremes. According to Pastor 
senior pastor of Sparkside Church of Ohio in the U.S. His name is Alistair Begg, and I quote him, There are times when unbelief is maybe much of an indication of spiritual maturity, as is belief. John invites his readers to test it, to to test if these teachers are authentic or synthetic. But how? How do we test them? What is our measuring stick? That's why we go to our point number two. Check the authenticity of the teacher. Check. Let's ask the question then. What are they teaching about Christ? We see that in verses 2 to 3. Kahit sino po pwede magsabi na naniniwala at natuturo sila patungkol kay Kristo. But any teacher that denies what the Bible teaches about Jesus Christ is a false teacher. And it's not coming from me, it's coming from God's Word. And I'll read Babasayan po natin later on. Here at Crossroads, we believe that the Bible teaches that Jesus is truly God and truly man. Uh, like yung binasa po natin sa Chalcedonian Creed, we held on or hold on to those beliefs. He is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, who is equally equal in every divinity or divine perfection. He is the great Creator God who not only created us and the universe, but also sustain us. He sustains His creation. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, hanggang 17, reads, He is the image of the invisible God, This talking about Jesus, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created, in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, were the thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Isn't that amazing? The very reason why you're not having a stroke right now because He holds you, He's holding you and sustaining your life. The Son of God is holy, righteous, and perfect. And as mentioned in verse 16, all things were created through Him and for Him. He created us in His image. He created us to worship Him. But as fallen beings, we gravitate towards self-worship, self-love. Because our nature is rebellious towards God. We try to do everything in accordance to what we want, what we desire, or are passionate about, what we planned what makes us happy, and we do not care if we stepped on people. We will oppose anyone who gets in our way, anyone, including God. Rebellion towards this holy, eternal God equals death. Eternal death. In heaven, there is no presence of sin, and that is terrifying news para sa ating lahat, because all of us are sinners. All of us are sinners. And the sad news is, even in this desperate situation, we still want to be the Savior of our own lives. And the Bible says no one can save themselves from their sins. But here's the beauty of our God, the majestic Creator, holy and righteous. This God sent His Son on a rescue mission to rescue man or human beings 
from their sins. So he came down from heaven, took the form of a man. His name is Jesus Christ. This is the reason why we celebrate Christmas. That's why we sing Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. God incarnated. Incarnate means God became flesh. When Joseph in Matthew chapter 1 was about to divorce uh, Mary because he found out that she was pregnant and it's not his, a dream, he, he went to a dream and an angel of the Lord spoke to him and stopped him. And it says in Matthew 1.21, She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus lived the perfect life that none of us could and died on the cross that we deserve. On that cross, He bore our sin and shame, died, was buried, and on the third day has risen from the grave. Because Jesus lives, those who trust in Him as the God-man who paid the penalty of our sins will be forgiven. Isn't that wonderful? We can be forgiven. If you're here today and you're saying, nobody can forgive me, yes, you can be forgiven. If your parents won't forgive you, if your spouse won't forgive you, if your significant loved one won't forgive you, God has made a way to forgive you. Our relationship, God, will be restored. We'll be part of God's family. We will have new desires and a new purpose. Ones that... What ones that are going to give God all the glory He deserves. Friends, if you're here today and you do not have a relationship with this God through the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says repent. Repent from the sin of self-worship and trust in the finished work of Christ on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins, for the restoration of your relationship with the Father. So verse 2 to 3. Let me back up a little bit. The gospel presentation that I just shared, the Jesus that I just mentioned from these from scriptures, is the Jesus of the Bible. And the test of a prophet or teacher's authenticity is if he believes and teaches the biblical Jesus. So verse two to three, ang issue na kinaharap ni John at ng kanyang mga readers ay yung denial ng mga false prophets patungkol po sa pagkatao ni Kristo. Ang sinasabi nila, yes, wala kaming issue na si Jesus ay Diyos. Uh, Jesus is God. We don't have any issues with that. But, we have issues of Him. We have issues of His humanity. Hindi daw siya naging tao. Uh, verse 2 says, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is in the world already. Denying the humanity of Christ is destroying the very gospel that saves. Kung hindi siya nagkatawang tao, he cannot be our redeemer. He cannot bore our sins as a human in our place. He cannot be our faithful high priest who could sympathize with us in all things except sin. Kaya po, to deny the biblical teaching about Jesus Christ's humanity is to deny the Jesus of the Bible. To deny it is to have the spirit 
of the Antichrist and not the Holy Spirit. Friends, if a person claims that he is a teacher of God's word and does not teach the biblical teacher, uh, biblical uh, Jesus, if you are following that live stream, if you're attending that gathering, I urge you, stop listening to them. Stop attending their gathering. Stop following them in social media. Their teaching, their teaching will lead your souls to hell. That is such an exclusive claim because Jesus made an exclusive claim in John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is an exclusive claim. He did not say, I know the way. I know I am one of the way, or I know the way I am. And this is John who also wrote First John. He made that exclusive claim. True followers of Jesus must be prepared to doctrinally discern truth and error. How do we know if a teacher of God's word is authentic? One, we ask the question, what are they teaching about Christ? Second, are they relying on the Spirit of God? Are they relying on the Spirit of God? Look at verse 4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. John comforts his readers by assuring them that they are from God because they have overcome them. Overcome who? Well, the false prophets that was mentioned. Overcome them from what? From convincing them to reject God's word and to leaving the church or God's people. Those are the two things that the false prophets are convincing the readers to do. Reject the teaching about Christ, reject God's word, and leave the church. John is saying, Tunay nga kayong anak ng Diyos, kasi you persevered. Okay? You persevered. Hindi, hindi da, uh, you persevered kasi hindi kayo naniwala sa kanila. Dahil kasi hindi kayo sumama sa kanila. Hindi nyo niyakap ang kanilang paniniwala. From, they were not convinced sa mga maling katuroan. Uh, John is saying, kung tunay nga kayong anak ng Diyos, you will persevere because God has caused you to persevere. At makikita sa verse 4. Uh, they persevered. They held on to God's word. They have discernment. Not because matatalino po sila. Not because they have knowledge not because they're relying on their own wisdom, but because of verse 4. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Ang pagdiscern po ng truth and error ay hindi po nakasalalay sa kung gaano tayo katalino o gaano karami nalalaman po natin sa mga technical terms sa Bible. Hindi po. Nakasalalay ito sa grasya ng Panginoon as the Spirit of the Lord provides us wisdom and causes us to persevere. Kung ang banal na Espiritu ay nananahan sa atin, residing in us, lahat ng mga na-memorize po ninyong Bible verses, lahat ng mga napag-aralan po ninyo sa Bible studies, lahat ng mga narinig po ninyong sermons, and lahat ng napag-aralan po ninyo sa Bible classes ay gagamitin ng banal na Espiritu na puna ng ating puso ng pag-ibig ng Diyos at malalim na taus-pusong pananampalataya na magbigay sa atin ng discernment, i-apply lahat ng mga narinig natin in certain situations. 
Hindi ho basihan na marami akong nalalaman kaya okay ang discernment ko. No. I, I've known a lot of people who are who are really smart and gifted pagdating ho sa kanilang, uh, sa kanilang academics. But zero in application ng salita ng Diyos sa kanilang speech and actions and decision making. Why? If nakasalali lang tayo sa ating kaalaman o skills at hindi sa banal na espiritu that uses the word, then we are, wala ko tayong kayang gawin. Hindi tayo mag-grow sa ating discernment. Um, I'm aware, I'm aware sa aking limitations at saka flaws. That's why before I meet someone for counseling, before I confront someone, or before I meet a member who lost a loved one or is going through difficult times in his life or her life, this is what I do. I pray. Because I know I could say dumb things. Because I know I can do regrettable things. So I pray. And usually, here's what the prayer sounds like. Lord, help me discern what to say and what not to say. Lord, help me to discern when to speak and when to be silent. I need the Lord. We need the Lord's Spirit for us to discern what is wrong. And what is right? The Spirit of the Lord provides us spiritual discernment. Yan po ang isa sa mga reasons why I love talking with some elderly seasoned pastors. They've gone through series of humbling ministry life situations that led them at the foot of the cross. Love talking to them. Friends, are you in a way, overwhelmed right now? Are you confused what is right and what is wrong in your situation right now? It's hard sometimes to discern what to do when you hear a lot of things. It's like ten speakers all together screaming at your ear, seeking attention or giving instructions what to do. You need someone who will speak into your life. Uh, we have pastors or elders here in the church. If you think you need someone to talk to, if you are in a situation that you're about to make a, a, a crucial decision in your life, or probably a, a step that you need to take and you want to make sure what God's Word says, please open your Word, pray, open God's Word, pray, and if you need counsel, we're here for you. We would like to meet with you. So how do we know if a teacher of God's Word is authentic? We ask the questions, what are they teaching about Christ? Are they relying on the Spirit of God? And third, who are listening to them? Who are listening to them? Look at verse 5. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listen to them. So passage nothing, we notice another comparison. Those who listen to false prophets and those who listen to the apostles. Those who went out with the false prophets or uh, false teachers enjoy listening to false teachings, uh, which proves that they are truly not Christians, according to chapter 2, verse 19 of 1 John. I think our passage this evening made it clear sa atin kung sino ang hindi mananampalataya at kung sino ang tunay. The false teachers and converts are the ones who hated the right teaching of God's Word and hated God's uh, people. That's why they abandoned both. The false prophets and false converts in John's time enjoyed teaching and listening to false doctrines. 
I remember when I was pastoring in the Philippines years ago, a member of our, I was talking to one of our members because we're, we're talking about the drastic drop of our attendance in our first service. We have two services, one in the early morning and later towards uh, Tanghalian. So uh, I, w- I was discussing uh, you, you attendance drop to this member and he jokingly told me, uh, Pastor, alam ba kung para dumami attendance natin? Sabi ko, paano? Magkulto tayo. Let's just be a cult and we'll have the numbers. It is funny, but it's also true. The world wants to listen to preachers that will make them laugh. Preachers that will make them cry. Preachers that will make them excited. Basically, they want preachers who will entertain them. They do not want to hear the truths of God's Word. They don't even care if it's true, as long as it makes them feel comforted or happy or secured. It doesn't matter. Say something that will make us laugh, preacher. Say something that would make us really warm from the inside. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. We're not going to make a check on that reference. I came to church to be encouraged. At some point, that's true. We need to be encouraged when we are in the gathering of God's Word, but we should be encouraged through God's Word as the truth is spoken. Friends, this is what the rebellious people of Judah wanted in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 8. And I think I have that on the screen. Uh, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 8 to 10. It reads, They are rebellious people, deceptive children, children who do not want to listen to the Lord's instruction. They say to the seers, Do not see to the prophets. Do not prophesy the truth of us. Tell us flattering things. Prophesy illusion. Isn't that interesting? I mean, you know what? I'm really down right now. And the next thing I want to hear is something really, uh, you know, scary from God's Word. Give me something that will make me feel happy. No, this is Isaiah 30. Paul warns in the New Testament, uh, Timothy, about this. And he warns also us today. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. This was thousands of years ago written and it's still happening today. Mga kaibigan, itong test na ito ay hindi lamang para magkaroon tayo ng discernment kung sino ang mga bulaang mga ngaral. Ito din ay isang test Kung tayo ba ay tunay na mananampalataya. God's people are always drawn to God's Word. And it is evident by the love for the preaching of God's Word, singing of God's Word, reading of God's Word, praying of God's Word, along with God's people. That's the evidence of true or a sign of a true convert. Friends, do you love God's Word? Mahal mo ba ang salita ng Diyos? If so, what kind of resources, videos, music, or teachings have you been enjoying lately? Have you been investing on lately, financially and time? Do you love God's people? If so... Who are you hanging out most of the time lately? How excited are you in corporate worship, worshiping with the Lord's people as a church? 
God's people are always drawn to God's word and his people. And that's what verse 6 is saying. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. John is not being arrogant here. He is saying, if you accept the apostles' teachings, that's the plural, plural we, he's talking about him and the other apostles, uh, the apostles, uh, the, the apostles' teachings, the apostles who walked with Jesus, the apostles who t- was trained by Jesus, the apostles who are faithful hearers of God's word, the apostles who are faithful teachers of God's word, then you are accepting the teaching of God's word. If you accept the apostles' teaching, then you're accepting the teaching of the Bible. That's what Paul, uh, John is saying here. This also is a test ng tunay na mangangaral ng salita ng Diyos if He accepts and teaches what the apostles taught, which is the Bible. Friends, as you sit there tonight listening to the Word of God preach, and I pray faithfully, hopefully faithfully this evening, how are you receiving God's Word tonight? How are you planning to respond to God's word tonight? Are you accepting it? Or are you rejecting it? Mga kaibigan, kailangan po natin maging discerning. We must have doctrinal discernment about what people are teaching about Jesus Christ. If we believe that He is the Son of God and the Savior of sinners, we're believing the Jesus of the Bible. Do we have spiritual discernment? Are we relying on the Holy Spirit to provide us wisdom of the truth of the Bible so that we can discern between truth and error? Do we listen and submit ourselves to the teaching of the Bible and accept it as full, fully true and authoritative? Ito ang mga na, na pinagkaloob ni John sa atin sa passage na ito. Ito po yung mga test na sinasabi niya. Friends, I, even, I always say this and I should have said this madalas, more often. If you hear anything from me that is not Scripture, you need to call me out. You need to confront me. You need to lovingly confront me. Okay, don't take away love, okay? Truth and love. May the Spirit of God help us to discern. May the Lord protect this pulpit from false teachers. Because true followers of Jesus must be prepared to doctrinally and spiritually discern truth from error. Let us pray. Panginoon, we confess that um, we are people who lack discernment. Um, Every time we seek counsel, some people would say that is simple, but the truth is sometimes we don't see it. Forgive us for the many times that we have relied on our own wisdom and strength when making decisions. Just to witness how our decisions destroy our lives and even destroy our loved ones' lives and dishonor you. So I pray as a covenant community here at Crossroads, Would you help us grow in discernment as we 
dig ourselves in your word, as we root ourselves in your word. Oh, Father, I pray that, uh, that this sermon would not just herald through our ears in this room, but it would reverberate through our hearts as we are dismissed tonight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.